Good day, everyone. Hello and welcome to Karsmanski Podcast. I'm your host, David Karsmanski, and today we'll be going into the most important car news that happened in the past 24 hours, or ever since my last episode dropped. Today is a very heavy episode on new cars, some rumors and teasers, and just a little bit of official news if we get to them at the end. I don't want to waste any time, so with that in mind, let us get started. First up, let's start with the rumors and teasers section, and the first piece of news is pretty unusual. There is yet another Ferrari coming out, talking about A12 Superfast with the so-called name Versione Speciale, which means that there will be a special version of A12 Superfast, and the video was distributed to Ferrari's loyal customers and wasn't supposed to be a teaser, but of course it leaked on social media and now we know about the special model. There's not many details known, it is expected however that it will use a 6.5 liter V12 found in the regular A12, but tuned perhaps to the likes of 800 horsepower. The availability is not yet confirmed, but Ferrari is out there scouting for leads in case one of its special customers wants to buy the very special A12 Superfast. Next up, let's talk about Ford as they introduced a new King Ranch model coming fairly shortly on February 24th. And as of right now, it is unclear which model it is, but most likely it's going to be the new Explorer trim. Uh, right now, the trim is offered on a Ford F-150 Super Duty pickups and a full-size Expedition SUV, and it offers great brown leather, some open four wood, and the whole treatment of a Texas wrench. Well, it looks like it will be expanded. Most likely, again, it will be Explorer, but nothing is known at the moment. The trim will be quite pricey, but still not to the end of the high-end, limited, and platinum models. Everything should be unveiled sometime tomorrow. Sticking with Ford for a little bit here, they also patented a new FlexPad trademark that was used for organizational system for cargo area of vehicles, which can point to most likely one of two things, a more advanced tailgate like the one found on GMC and Ram with their multi-pro and multi-function tailgates, but Ford said initially that they didn't want to introduce a complicated tailgate because that's not what the customers want, at least according to Ford. Well, this uh, trademark could also lead to a new cargo storage system similar to a Ram box cargo. It's pretty early in the rumor the trademark was filed on February 17th and is not close to production it seems. Well, definitely will be revealed sometime this year, so we'll wait and see what Ford has cooked up for its trucks. And shifting gears a little bit to spy shots, Let's briefly mention the Mercedes-AMG S63e plug-in hybrid that was spotted recently testing in the winter. And this one was pretty interesting, of course. The S-Class is already known, we've seen it multiple times, but this will be the hotter AMG version, which for the first time will be a plug-in hybrid. It looks like the front fascia and the rear were redesigned. The rear, of course, has the traditional quad-tip exhausts, and you have the Panamericana grille in the front. Also, you have a new charging port that's hiding uh, by the uh, fuel flap. And uh, most likely, the car is also getting a proper V8 with an electric motor, which is unlike the new C-Class, which is only getting four cylinders. Um, the car probably should come around fairly shortly, but also, according to the rumors, there is a hotter S73e coming up, which I am definitely excited for, as it offers around 700 horsepower. We'll wait and see, I guess. 
And another car that was spotted by spy photographers was the updated facelift of the BMW X4. Again, it's a facelift, not a completely new model, so the changes are subtle, but there are changes nevertheless. Of course, you get different headlights and taillights that are similar in shape, but are slightly smaller. Uh, potentially, there will be bigger grills that is unknown yet due to the camouflage and just a revised front fascia and rear. Inside, you get a slightly bigger central display and maybe slightly revamped digital cluster. Of course, we won't be getting the two-screen setup that we've seen in i4 and iX. They'll be reserved for brand new models and not facelifts, as the changes to that are costly. Looks like the car is more or less ready for the final reveal, and we should see some more news about it sometime later in 2021. And with that, the rumor and teaser section is complete, so it's time to talk about some new models, and we have a bunch today, starting with the 2022 Mercedes-Benz C-Class, which has been completely refreshed and updated. It's not just a simple facelift, it's a completely new model that gets out for the North America and European markets. Uh, for European markets, we'll see both sedan and a wagon, and North America, unfortunately, is getting just a sedan, and the wagon remains a forbidden fruit. Uh, the engines are all four cylinders. The base model is 1.5 liter four cylinder, and the top version is the two liter four cylinder. All of them are electrified with a mild 48 volt hybrid and include an integrated starter generator, which adds additional horsepower when needed. Speaking of horsepower, the base C180 is expected to be around 160 horsepower, while the more powerful C300, that's the top of the line announced for now, is getting almost 255 horsepower and 295 pound-feet of torque. The weight is not known yet, but potentially it will be slightly bigger because of the electrification and slightly bigger dimensions, as buyers will get more room in the back. Continuing on the inside, the interior gets a look similar to the new C-Class with a big central display, which looks almost exactly like the one in S-Class and will be slightly bigger in North America. We'll get the 12.3-inch digital cluster for the driver and 11.9 touchscreen for the center console, while Europe is getting it slightly smaller. Overall, uh, the Mercedes models definitely look a bit more watered down now, with little distinction between the classes and as they all look pretty much the same to me at least, with slight variation on the size. The car will be available in Europe starting from late March this year, but in North America it will be early next year. The pricing has not been announced yet, but it's expected to stay the same around 50,000 US dollars. But perhaps if you're looking for a bit more luxury, there is a new limited edition Rolls-Royce Phantom. The so-called Tempest is giving inspiration from the space, with the outside finished in Cairo blue paint, which is a darker shade resembling space. And inside, you get a very spacious look with a bunch of stars uh, included in the ceiling and on the doors. Overall, looks pretty elegant and beautiful, and only 20 examples will be made. Of course, they're all sold out, but each will be exclusively customized, even with an inscription on a spirit of ecstasy. 
Uh, the car is still powered by 6.75 liter V12, generating 540 horsepower, and 0 to 62 miles per hour time is 5.3 seconds, topping at 155 miles per hour. It's a pretty cool addition from Rolls Royce. There's been a bunch, and interestingly, that this one is fully customized again. But bringing it back to the real world, let's talk about the new Kia Carnival minivan. Uh, Kia has decided to bring the minivan to North America with Cardinal nameplate and discontinue its Sedona nameplate, which fits a little bit better to the new brand image, in my opinion. It will be coming later this year, and it's a pretty good looking minivan that is uh, called a grand utility vehicle as the design has been made to resemble that of large SUVs with tall and boxy lines and design I would say is pretty handsome. It will be powered in North America exclusively by 3.5 liter V6 producing 290 horsepower and 262 pound-feet of torque. It will be paired to an 8-speed automatic gearbox and will be front-wheel drive only which is interesting and will I think undermine its success in countries like Canada. Uh, it is an upgrade in power and an upgrade in looks for sure and stepping inside it looks pretty comfy as well as you get optional comfy looking lounge chairs and an option to split the middle seat into two seats and the maximum configuration will be able to seat eight passengers the pricing has not been announced yet but is expected to be around $32,000 for starting model and potentially climbing up to $50,000 with all the options included Continuing the conversation is the updated 2021 Mitsubishi Outlander plug-in hybrid and it's not the brand new model that we've seen as it was promised that the plug-in hybrid that was, will be sold with the new model will feature old styling but the insides were upgraded pretty significantly. There's a new battery uh, that grew to 13.8 kilowatt hours from 12 kilowatt hours previously. The engine has been upgraded from a 2 liter to a 2.4 liter four-cylinder uh, making 126 horsepower and even the electric motor in the rear axle is now making more power with 94 horsepower. Overall it is looking the same but there's more power, there's more battery and there's more juice and you'll be able to drive faster on electric only mode with 83 miles per hour speed limit on EV only. Uh, the price is pretty attractive as well, the standard edition is starting at $36,000 and the top of line GT starting at $42,000 and will be a viable option to brand new Outlander which has definitely gained in terms of looks but doesn't offer the same range and saving as the plug-in hybrid model does. Continuing the electrification trend, the brand new Hyundai Ioniq 5 which I think now is called just Ioniq 5 because Hyundai made Ioniq a separate brand but anyway that's just too confusing. Uh, it's finally revealed and what I'm most surprised with is that the car retained the 45 concept look almost unchanged with a very similar front and back and even same looking wheels. Well maybe one exception is the rear view mirrors which are mandatory for safety compliance. Uh, the car is a small crossover SUV with the interior made large enough to represent a size bigger. Uh, it's possible because of the new platform that Hyundai developed for its electric vehicles and because of the clever use of space and flat floor, of course. The car will be available in rear-wheel drive or all-wheel drive configuration, 
Uh, the base model is coming with a smaller battery pack and 168 horsepower of power. Uh, and the top of the line all-wheel drive bigger battery one is coming with 302 horsepower and brisk 0 to 62 miles per hour run in 5.2 seconds. An interesting option on the car is a solar roof uh, that will prove either useful or not. I don't know, depending on real world usage. And interestingly, a very quick charging battery uh, from 10 to 80% using 800 volt charger takes 18 minutes, which is quite a bit. The uh, larger battery is rated at 300 miles, almost 500 kilometers of range, which is also pretty significant. And while the pricing hasn't been officially announced, the car should be coming sometime by the end of 2021. Definitely a very handsome solution uh, for your daily electric car needs. I'm definitely impressed. Moving slightly into crazy territory, let's discuss Shelby F. 250 Super Baja. It's a familiar uh, Ford F250 Lariat Ultimate 4x4 tuned by Shelby's standards. Even though the engine remains the same, it's 6.7 liter turbo diesel making 475 horsepower and 1050 pound of torque. The big changes are of course in the suspension that's probably capable of doing some insane jumps as the truck is lifted and made much more durable and capable of conquering Baja. There's only 250 to be made of them and it's pretty pricey at $126,000. So if you really want something that stands out from the Raptor world, perhaps this is your choice. Next up, a pretty handsome concept from Volkswagen with a Jetta GLI Blue Lagoon that pays homage to Mark IV Jetta GLI introduced to the United States in 2004 wearing the blue lagoon color interestingly this car is not painted there's an aftermarket wrap that is closely matched to blue lagoon but is not exactly that color and underneath it's exactly the same with two liter four cylinder making 228 horsepower but the brand turned to aftermarket to get some visual additions including some aftermarket side skirts front spoiler and rear spoiler as well as coilover bigger 20 inch BBS wheels and subtle tweaks for inside like a golf ball shift knob. Uh, this is just a concept for now, but if you really want, you can build it yourself. And here is Volkswagen being a bit nostalgic as it moves more and more into electric cars. Finally, a brief mention of brand new IS500 F Sport Performance that I talked about in detail on yesterday's episode, but apparently uh, there is actually an ISF coming. When talking to the journalists, Lexus representatives mentioned that IS500 F Sport Performance is between the full F model and IS350 F Sport, and there will be an ISF with the highest expression of power and performance and receiving the most innovative engineering and advanced driver-inspired technology. This is definitely great news. To me personally, it felt like the IS500 could be a full F model, but it's great to see that Lexus isn't done yet and the naturally aspirated 5-liter V8 producing 472 horsepower and 395 feet of torque will actually be improved. So I'm very much looking forward to that. It is unclear when the ISF model is coming. I'm thinking potentially sometime next year, so we'll have to wait for a while.
And with that, the new car section is done. And let's talk about some official industry news. First one is pretty interesting. It's a study from IC Cars that analyzed the car sales from 2020 and 2021 in the US and found that more expensive cars sell quicker than cheap ones. Looking at the list in the US, the first car is Chevy Corvette that takes 10 days on average to sell despite its average price of $85,000 and of course additional markups by the dealers. Second place is Lexus IS350, third is Genesis GV80 and looking at the list there's plenty of luxury models with cheaper models maybe coming close to the end. Makes sense to me because the more expensive models are a little bit more an anticipated and the people who buy them usually have higher incomes and they're not concerned as much about the economical recovery as they usually plan these things in advance. And in addition, it's interesting to see the used cars as well. Uh, the first place there is Hyundai Palisade with 26 days on average to sell with pretty high average price of almost $40,000. Second is Lexus NX300 and third, again, Chevy Corvette. So pretty interesting to see um, maybe if your car is more expensive or if you price it a little higher than the competition, you'll have more opportunity to sell. But as a rule of thumb, it's for resale value. It's always better to go with a more unique car. Maybe it will take you longer to sell it, but it'll get more price. But according to this study, you'll sell it pretty quickly too. Finally, a fairly interesting concept uh, patented by GM. Well, that's right now, it's only a patent application of a unique foot massage system installed in the cars. As far as I know, the only car that offers foot massage to its passengers is the new Audi A8 in its long version with uh, the foot massage included in the seat. And this patent actually makes new technology of sending air to the floor where your feet are and massaging them on the floor specifically, offering perhaps treatment for the whole uh, rear row and not just for the person in the seat. Pretty interesting configuration. Uh, maybe it will be available in the new Cadillac Lyric. We'll wait and see. I definitely would want to have my feet massaged in the car. And that's all I have for today. Thank you very much for tuning in into today's news podcast. Definitely enjoyed bringing you some news, including some spy shots, some rumors, some new models like the 2021 Outlander P have and the new C-Class and some interesting patent application. Thanks very much for listening one more time. Make sure to tune in daily for fresh car news and give me a follow on other social channels. I'm pretty active across the board. Thanks one more time. All the best, guys. Take care.